So we'll see how this works. Here we go. It's going to Facebook. I love technology. I'm kind of a techie person, but it's really frustrating when this kind of stuff happens. So let me see here if I can see what's going on. Here we go. Okay. I apologize. Facebook and I usually get along pretty well, but today I've had some issues. So we're going to give it just a minute. It's only 7.01. We're only one minute past the hour. And then we'll get going here. Okay. So if you can see me, um, just let me know, put a comment. I've got it pulled up, so everything's good. Angel, can you still see and hear me? If so, that's great. I'm going to try to keep track of all this tonight. It's uh, I'm a one man band and uh, sometimes I don't have enough fingers and hands to do everything. So um, last week or a couple weeks ago, we talked about connections and how you made connections. And I've made a lot more new connections since that podcast. Um, I had a really nice email from a gal who was listening to our show that night and she reached out to me and thanked me for some of the things that we talked about because she hadn't really thought outside the box about going to businesses to be marketing partners with her that were not race related. So she went to, I believe it was her dentist and her hair salon and she talked to them and both of them came on board with her as sponsors. And I didn't ask her how much, it doesn't matter. It's just cool that from just a couple things that we talked about that night, um, she was able to go ahead and get new sponsors. So that was really, really good. I, I'm glad to hear that what we talk about has been some benefit even just right away. Um, before we go too far tonight, last time I was on, I kind of, I didn't really tell you too much about the people that make this possible. You know, there's nothing free in the world, even though people like to say, oh, free this, free that. I'm so sick of the TurboTax commercial, free, 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 free. Something, somebody's paying somewhere. It's nothing's ever absolutely free. So um, I wanted to give a shout out to all the people that helped me keep this on the air, help me keep the magazine going, help me go to events and get to events and, and just keep this up and running because there's nothing free about any of this. And um, our members are the ones who, um, by joining and becoming a member for only $59 a year, it's a huge help to our association. The other people that are huge help are the advertisers, both in the magazine and now they're going to be starting to be mentioned on our podcast. So I want to start tonight by thanking Network Team Homes Realty 
EXP is the realty, is their broker out of Kalamazoo, Gail and Steve Zintek. If you don't know by now, Gail's my best friend and she's been with me from the beginning. She's been my biggest cheerleader and supporter. So I want to give them a shout out. Also the Midwest Compact Touring Series, Woody, JR, and Drew, those guys are absolutely, they're like family. Um, you, you can listen to them tonight at eight o'clock. They come on uh, right after me on Facebook on the Midwest Compact Touring Series page. So find their page on Facebook at eight o'clock. They've got um, a lot of good stuff going on tonight. I know they've got a couple of interviews and you just never know what's gonna happen with those guys. So make sure you, you check those guys out. Kalamazoo Speedway, Gary and Donna Howe, they've been huge supporters of what I'm doing. Um, and I just can't thank them enough for their encouragement and their support. Um, I have a new company that's come on bar board. It's called Creative Media Consultants. They're out of Phoenix, Arizona. They're a media consulting company. They will do your social media postings. They'll write your blogs. They'll post for you on your social media because as a single business owner like I am, I don't have time to do it all. And I'm going to be turning a lot of that over to that company to help me because that's something that they're good at. I feel like I'm good at it, but there's a lot of other things that I need to do that they can't. So uh, check them out, Creative Media Consultants. It's C-R-E, the number eight, T-I-V-E, Media Consultants out of Phoenix, Arizona. My web, uh, website people, Cosmetal Designs, can't say enough good things about them. I recommend them to, I think probably four or five people now have switched over to those guys. They're amazing. They do everything for me on the website. All I have to do is text them and say, hey, change this out, and they do it. Um, Car Chicks out of Chicago, Jeanette, she's become a great friend, and uh, we support each other. Car Chicks has, uh, she sells t-shirts, she sponsors a lot of events, she's a huge supporter of women in motorsports. So check her Facebook page out, her website, Car, C-H-I-X, out of Chicago, and RW Motorsports Marketing, my friend Woody. He makes the most amazing um, hero cards. He's a photographer. He designs wraps for cars. He works with Buddy Head on that. He's a, a man of many talents. And uh, he's one of the first ones that I talked to about doing this association or forming this association. And he has had my back and has been right beside me all along, um, encouraging me. In a, and I just appreciate all these people so much. So. Um, check those people out. And if nothing else, just get on their Facebook page and say, hey, thank you so much for supporting the IWMA and supporting women in motorsports. It's, it's just such a big help. So the January magazine is out and it was, it was late coming out. But again, I had a little technical issues, but it came, it has something new in it. So the January issue of our magazine is interactive. And if you don't know what that means, that means that when you um, open it up on your phone or your laptop or your tablet, that you can flip the pages like this. And when you go to certain pages, you'll see that there's um, video. So there was a video of a Facebook Live that I did at PRI. There was a video of a young gal we did a story on of her drag racing. 
there was a video of two young gals from uh, California, Kirstie and Allie Jung, and so cute. They had their race uniforms on and we had a story about each one of them that Linda Spangler wrote for us. And, and then they did a, a little Facebook live thing and we put it in the magazine. And then there was also a testimonial in there from Audrey Gerberding from um, Illinois. She lives down by Springfield, Illinois. And she did an amazing testimonial. So, um, so fun. It did take me a little while to figure it out. What they say is easy to do is not as always easy as they make it out to be. But I did finally get it figured out. I figured out what kind of version it needed to be in. And um, and so it was it was amazing. I've had all kinds of good, good feedback on it. I don't know of any other magazine that currently does anything like that. I know that they have to be out there or they wouldn't have made this program. But as far as a racing related magazine. I don't know of anybody that's doing it. And what better than to have a video of the person you did the story on, either of her talking or watching her race or watching her in the, you know, in the get the checkered flag and get the trophy. I mean, it's the perfect um, venue for video is racing because it's all so much, you know, there's so much action. So I'm, I'm excited to see where that's going to go with us. And hopefully we'll have some new advertisers coming on board that will want to do some video of their product in the magazine. And it's, it's more like this, like they're actually talking to you in the magazine instead of just a print ad. So I'm, I'm really excited about that part of it and see, see where that goes. So um, we're just going to cover some topics tonight just to get you thinking a little bit. Um, what about those new NASCAR rules? Has anybody had any comments or have you thought about what that means? It doesn't mean anything probably for you at your short track, unless your track decides to go, go and, um, and have the same rule. But now if you're caught cheating in NASCAR in any way, shape or form, you're gonna have the win taken away. You're gonna go to the back of the pack. You lose your money, you lose, you lose your, stage points, the whole deal. So I listen to Sirius XM radio pretty much all the time in the car. And of course that was the big topic yesterday and today, <coughs> excuse me. But um, what do you think about that? You know, you can put comments in here or you can comment on the Facebook page later. Um, if you're caught cheating after the race, do you think you should be disqualified? And most of the people that I heard on the radio agree that that is a needed rule that NASCAR has pushed the envelope to where, um, I mean, the crew chiefs have pushed it to where they don't really have a choice. They, they've done everything they can. And instead of taking the cars back and letting everybody know on Wednesday whether somebody was cheating or not, they're going to actually keep the cars at the track. They're going to inspect the one and two cars and then another random car. They said possibly the number three car most often, um, but also it could be the number 12 car or the 20th car. So a NASCAR has put their foot down and said no more. It needs to be a level playing field. It needs to be more fair for everyone. And I think that'll, that'll make, make some exciting racing. Um, there's probably things that have gone on that we don't 
know or we haven't seen. And um, I think this has put the fear of God in some people from what I heard today on the radio. And um, I'll bet there are some teams that went back to their shops and are working on some cars trying to get them more legal or 100% legal before they go to Daytona. Because not that they're trying to cheat, I don't really like that word, but they push, they push it as far as they can to win. And I get that. And I think that's true in a lot of sports, but um, not anymore. If you want to take the chance, it's, it's going to be a big chance now. So um, just curious what all of you think about that. And then um, should your track adopt that? I talked to somebody today that runs, uh, runs races at a local track. And he said, I think every track should do it. Make it fair for everybody. And I know that puts a lot of pressure on the track owner and the tech guys at the track, but I mean, that's just part of it. So let me know what you think about that. Um, so let's talk some more now about the women in racing. I read an article this week and I kind of knew this, but I liked to know that I was reinforced in my thinking that women are the largest growing demographic in motorsports and not just drivers or track owners or crew chiefs or any of that, but fans as well. And when you go to a racetrack nowadays, um, you know, it used to be more of a man's sport and the women got drug along or there was a few that enjoyed it. And once in a great while, you'd see a woman racing. But now it's uncommon to not see a woman racing. And more and more and more positions in NASCAR and Xfinity and all, all other sorts of racing are coming down to women. And it's really cool to see that. I like seeing that women are the engineers, they're the tire changers, they're in the back office doing, you know, um, all kinds of important things. So I love seeing that. Um, so what do you think about women and the positions that they're they're you know taking over um why did you get started racing why are you following the iwma facebook page i put a question out this week because i'm writing an article about it for the magazine for the next issue and i asked why why are you involved in racing 90 percent of the people said Either my dad raced, my mom raced, my brother raced, somebody in their family had raced and they started going to the track as a little kid and they've never left. Some of them as tiny as two weeks old, I had a lady say. She was two weeks old when she went to the track for the first time. So 90% of the people who answered my survey or my questions have just been in it with their family all this time and they wouldn't think of doing anything else. 75% of the people that responded said it's because of the race family or the friendships that they've made. And I hear that all the time when I interview people. What's your favorite thing about racing? It's the people that we've met. It's the friendships we've made. It's our race family. So that's, that's a pretty cool thing to see. Uh, some of the other answers were interesting. Some, some of the ladies said they liked the sound and the smells at the racetrack. I'd, I'd be right there with them. There's nothing I like better than hearing the roar of the race car and smell the fumes and the gas. And it just, I just love it. Um, so I'm right there with them. 
I had a lady say it was a lifelong dream of hers to become a race car driver. And at the age of 50, she did it. And you have to admire somebody like that, that just never gave up on her dream. And 50 years old, she decided, yeah, she was going to, she was going to drive a race car. Um, and then I had another gal say she does it because she likes to race against her husband. And I know a couple people that um, race and they race against their husband. So that's kind of a fun, fun uh, thing. Hopefully um, not one or the other always wins, but that would be kind of fun. So the article I read today said that the average NASCAR fan spends about $800 on gear, like sweatshirts or hats or whatever, every year. Now, I thought that sounded a little bit high. Maybe it's an average, I'm sure. <clears throat> I don't spend that much on gear. But, um, you know, a lot of people are buying shirts and stuff when you go to the races. So I thought that was a, an interesting statistic. Another reason uh, the article said why women are going to the races more is because they love the look of the cars. You know, they're colorful, they're bright, they're, some of them are pretty, <laughs> I'm sure they probably don't want to hear us say that, but, but they are They're and they're, they're fun to go watch when they go around the track. It's, it's just fun to see all those colors going around there. It's kind of a fair atmosphere. More and more and more the tracks are making the NASCAR experience, especially um, an experience. You don't just go and show up for the race. Some, some of the places have had like amusement rides. They had swimming pools. You know, Phoenix has all these outdoor seating places with TVs and and different restaurants and you never have to go into the grandstands to watch the race. You can sit there, enjoy your beverages and your food and you can still see the track, you know. Um, it's not like sitting in the grandstand, but it's just another cool experience and some people like that. So um, the tracks are, are finally figuring out that people want more than just a race. It's not enough anymore. They now they have concerts ahead of time. So, um, you know, it's it's a fun, it's a fair at a fair atmosphere, like going to the carnival kind of. And that was one of the reasons they thought that women enjoyed that because that's a family atmosphere, and it's something they can do with grandma and grandbabies. Every age can go to the track and have a good time. Um, another thing they talked about was the rules. Based on, you know, my knowledge of, let's say, hockey, which I know about this much about, um, hockey's a hard sport to learn the rules, I think. I've watched it a little bit. I didn't grow up around it, but I don't really know that much about the hockey rules. NASCAR is a pretty easy sport to learn the rules and to follow. You don't have to know all the ins and outs of the chase and the points and all that. <clears throat> the media tells you all that stuff. But when you go to a race, you can figure out who's winning and who's losing. And when somebody wrecks another guy, I mean, you can figure it out on your own. So racing is a pretty easy sport to learn the rules and follow. And they think that's why women enjoy it. They don't have to figure out the football rules or the hockey rules. So again, tell me why do you love racing? So answer on our Facebook page why you love racing 
and um, I'm going to use it for my article the next time around. So one of the other things that um, my husband and I were talking about tonight um, about the racetrack and some things that we used to do that were fun when we went to the racetrack. And he said, you know, I wonder what people define as success at the racetrack. I suppose it would be different for everybody. And it would be different if you were the car owner or the car driver or the crew chief or the wife. I think everybody probably has a different definition of what success is. When my son Ben raced, I used to always say, if you bring the car home in one piece and there's been no trouble with any other team, then that's a successful night. Sure, it was fun those nights that he won, excuse me. Um, he won three races in one summer. Was that fun? Of course it was fun. But it was just as much fun when he raced other nights and when he raced Enduros and some different things. <clears throat> and if he brought the car home, in one piece and he could just do a few little things but race it the next week for me that was success so i'm going to ask you as well to put on the facebook page what is your definition of success what does success mean to you and then tell me if you're a driver you're a fan you know you're a car owner you're a track owner whatever you might be you know my my good buddy, Ben Raber, said to me one time, we were at Super Shoe several years ago, and he said to me, Mama, when it quits being fun, then I'm done racing. And really, to me, that's, that's such a good line, and I've never forgotten it, and I never will forget it, because, sure, like I said, the winning is fun, and the money's okay, and sometimes the money's kind of good. But if you're not having fun, if you go home and discuss it every week, if you get in a fight with somebody every week, if you're never happy when you're at the track, then why are you doing it? You know, I, I posted um, one of those little memes that said, now football's over, let's go racing. And I posted it on my Facebook page and there were probably 25, you know, responses to it. <clears throat> and... 23 of the 25 were, yeah, can't wait, excited for racing. I had two guys, sorry, my nose itches. I had two guys, oh, NASCAR's ruined racing and blah, 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 and they went on and on. And I thought about saying, you know, replying something to them. One, because I like to try to keep my page in a positive manner. But also, that wasn't that wasn't the place for that. I wanted to say, but I didn't. But what I wanted to say was, if you don't like it, then go watch golf or take up, you know, take up another sport, go fishing, do anything, but bash the sport I love on my Facebook page. And I didn't do it. Sometimes I think when you respond like that, it just eggs them on ever anymore. And so I didn't respond to it. But Gosh, if you guys see people say things like that and you're a race fan, just say to them, hey, if you don't like racing, then find another sport, but don't bash the sport that I love and let it go because I, I just get so frustrated with those people. Uh, you know, I'm tired of hearing that racing's dying. I don't, I don't think racing's dying. Daytona's supposed to be sold out next weekend. Um, I don't think it's dying. I think that the 
image of racing is portrayed to be dying because of the comments on social media. Are there as many fans in the stands? No. Part of that is because there's more and more and more for people to do nowadays. But I don't think the sport is dying. I think we just need to be creative and think of new ways to get people to come and watch because there's plenty of people that want to race. Um, I think it's, it's the people that we need to have in the stands to support the tracks. We've got to figure out a new way to get them there. And, and so that's really up to us that are the ones of us that are in the stands. So uh, we'll talk more about that when the season gets closer. So um, the January issue of the magazine is out. I, um, I really had a good time with it once I figured out how to put those videos in. So check that out. If you don't get a copy of the magazine sent to your email, just private message me your email and I'll add you to the list and you'll get the magazine every month. And um, that's, you know, that's kind of what I'm, that's what I'm working on now for the next one. I'm going to be attending some races. So there'll be some Facebook lives coming up in the next 10 days or so. Um, giving some live accounts from some of the races that I'm going to be at. And um, I'm excited to add another track to my bucket list or not scratch it off my bucket list. But um, any, any questions that anybody has, if anybody knows a gal that would be a good story for our magazine, I'm always open to suggestions. Uh, Facebook is a good way to get a hold of me. Or you can send me an email at iwmanation at gmail.com. I'm always looking for new stories. And um, that's pretty much it that I had for tonight. I'm kind of sh short on the, on the news until racing really gets up and going again. It's a little bit of a slow time. Um, starting next week, it's going to start ramping up again. So I'm excited about that. So um, just let me know what your thoughts are on subjects that you'd like me to talk about or people that you'd like me to bring on on the podcast that you would like to hear from. And, you know, this, this association is for all of you. I founded it, but I didn't found it just for myself. I founded it to connect and celebrate women in motorsports. And so many more of you out there than I ever dreamed there was. I become overwhelmed at times by the numbers of women that there are. And it's so fun to see women and hear their stories about why they got into racing and what they love about racing. And a lot of them are the same probably as men, but women have a different take on it at times. And, and I like hearing what they have to say and sharing their stories with all of you. That's why we do a magazine. That's why we do the podcast. And we're gonna go back to having some interviews and then we'll have some nights where we just talk and hopefully at some point down the road, we will do a, a Facebook where you can chat back with me and I'm, I'm working on figuring that out. So. Um, I've got nothing else to share with you tonight, but uh, just watch over the next week or so, and we will be doing some Facebook Live from some racetracks, and hopefully you'll be watching, and if you're going to be in um, 
at some races coming up next week and just let me know and hopefully we can meet up at the track and say hello i like meeting as many of you as possible in in person so um have a good week stay dry and warm tomorrow michigan's supposed to have a half inch of ice so it sounds like we'll be stuck at home again tomorrow but um stay warm stay dry and send the sun our way all right thanks everybody for listening <laughs>